This is the Whiskey Rebellion Podcast with your hosts, Publius and Benevolus. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 1794 Studios. This is the Whiskey Rebellion, and I'm your host, Publius. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Benevolus. What's going on, everybody? And I'll lay out a disclaimer right now. We may may have a special surprise guest and Vic <laughs> joining us for the first time today. We'll let you know if and when that time comes. But we'll be diving into things here in a bit, namely... Uh, Two of the Chiefs posts on the Gadsden Press, one from uh, Holy Saturday Between the Times, and briefly touch on part two of his Liberty or Death series. Uh, We'll talk about the idea of a vaccine passport, review where we are in the COVID fight in general, and touch on uh, pro sports and politics and their link between one another. So uh, go ahead and sit back, pour some drinks, and... I'll hand the mic over to Benevolus. Yeah, we were supposed to uh, intro Vic here, but as always, Vic is a little behind the times. Um, Vic is the lead contributor for the Gazin Press, and he'll be coming out with his first post next week. Be on the lookout for Hypocrisy Democracy. It's uh, it's it's pretty good. Um, I think it'll be a great one to talk about in the future, too. Um, yeah, talking about the Between the Times, Liberty or Death Part 2, both my posts from the last week. Um, it took me a while to write Between the Times. It took me like three or four hours. Usually I can crank these things out in like, you know, 30, 40 minutes, but, um, <laughs> I kept rewriting, deleting, rewriting, deleting. Um, I wanted to get it right because of what I was talking about and Liberty or Death Part yeah. 2. Um, first off, it just, it, I, it's been a month since I posted part one and I was like, well, I, I need to get that wrapped up. Um, but you yeah. know, diving into mass surveillance again and what, why I not, not really why I think, I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire, um, why the government wants all of our data, but we can start with whichever one you want. Um, being since our most recent was the the Good Friday episode, mm-hmm. I think we, we might as well uh, just start with Between the Times and then we can move forward from there. Yeah, sounds good. So, I mean, I know we talked a lot about our faith uh, and kind of where you were heading a little bit uh, mm-hmm. last week for, for Good Friday. Um, and this, this came out the day after, so, uh, I don't know if you want to just kind of go into where your head was kind of writing this, I guess. Yeah. Um, I spent last good Friday, um, fasting and reading the gospels. Um, I think. I've always thought this, and this is what's taught, is that Luke is the love gospel, um, where you get to really experience 
the, I think you get to experience the Holy Ghost and, you know, reading the latter half of that one. Um, I was like, you know what, we, we, we should get a post out for this. Um, and, you know, 2020 has just been, and 2020, well, obviously, I mean, it feels like it's still 2020 because of the fucking Fauci and everything, but um, <laughs> <laughs> he just won't go away. Um, nope. I mean, COVID at this point is nothing more than just theater and they got to sell the point. Mm-hmm. And I just keep having to remind myself more and more every day that this is just part of the plan, that it's just part of the process, mm-hmm. that we are living yeah. in the end times. The end times, and I said this in the post, the end times began when Jesus died. I mean, yeah. end times began in what, 33, 29 to 33 AD. Um, so, we're, I mean, we're closing in on 2,000 years. Do I think that's significant? Potentially. Do I think the world's going to end in 10 years? I doubt it. But as we discussed, and as Jesus has discussed, only God knows. So Nobody knows. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think... You, you, I don't mean to butt in, but you made, made a good point. Um, you talked about, uh, COVID a little bit, but, uh, you, you say the battle isn't between Republicans or Democrats anymore. Really. It's, it's really the eternal war between heaven and hell. And that was, I hadn't really thought about it that way before. Um, but it, it yeah. definitely, that definitely makes sense to me. I don't, I don't know how it wouldn't make sense to. To anyone but just the eternal struggle between god and satan um is really what it amounts to especially nowadays i mean we've talked extensively in previous weeks about uh hollywood and how satan can pl- satan plays a role there um and yeah we just need to i guess keep that fight going yeah yeah and <clears throat> Um, you know, we've touched on this. I think you've probably touched on it a little bit more, but the idea of America, and I wrote this in here, the potential that America was left as an opportunity to the world to experiment and build a place that was free and open for man to grow and build and worship is a fair assessment. God left his children to a relatively untouched world full of everything they need and then some. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. They got here, and to say that the to to not recognize that the Native Americans were here first is idiotic. I mean, they were. Do I think it means that that's yeah. this is their land? No, I also don't think that you know the world should have built Israel for the Israelites like they have in today's world. Um, Mm -hmm. We're living in a strange time where America, they call it the postmodern world. A lot of people on the right don't like that term. I do. You think about the peak of humanity had to be World War II. I mean, 
You had right and wrong right before your eyes. You had murder, redemption, um, freedom, slavery, right at the front and center of the entire planet. Mm -hmm. And the right side won. Relatively right. I mean, we did help the communists win. But... I mean, what what did we do after that? Nothing. We claim that we went to the moon. I don't know where you stand. I don't think we went. You want to believe that we did? This one a lot, actually. Yeah. Why do you go back and forth? I I. I guess I just, I'll say, I don't know. Like you say, I'd like to believe that we did. Um, I don't understand why we wouldn't have gone back. Why the if, hell are I we mean, on Mars? Could do it back in... We can't live on Mars. But why haven't we gone? Um, I don't think, how long did it take? They just sent the rover. I think it, it took almost a year to get there. So what? I mean, to send a human there, well, I don't At some point, somebody said, how the hell are we going to get to the moon? It takes us, you know, three months to get from Europe to America. Well, they did. Right. And then we got to the moon. And now they're saying, but we can't get to Mars because it takes too long. Well, you know what? Well, we can, we can get to Mars, but you can't, you can't. I mean, this you can't sustain off. life in the atmosphere. <laughs> Why <know>. not? They <laughs> did it in the Martian. I should be. They did it in that, but do you know how much oxygen you would have to be supplying? Grow some plants. How? In that soil? Where are you going to get the water? Isn't there ice caps? Is there? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, what are you anyway. doing? You're supposed to lead us back to the post. I'm, su- I'm supposed to keep you on track, but <laughs> I can't help it sometimes. Anyways, America stalled. And we talked about this last week. The internet in the wrong hands mm-hmm. is a bad tool. In the right hands how else are 8 billion people supposed to hear the word? They're not like, I mean, it's just not possible. Right. But it is with the internet. And so, you know, I, I, I've been thinking, go ahead. hold that thought. I mean, we'll circle back. I've been thinking that about what you said about nine 11, that it was our, our warning. Yeah. It just makes a more and more sense the more I think about it. You know, I remember when I was first talking to you about that, uh, you had said you had heard that before, but you mm-hmm. didn't you didn't necessarily believe it. And it's something it's it's tough to think about, but it like you said, it just it, it starts to make sense. What are you cracking over there? And oh, 
This is oh. the whiskey room. That's, that's oh, not me. Oh, boy. That's, <laughs> is that Vic? Has uh, entered the chat. <laughs> we told you he this would is, come. This and is better is. than when you texted us and said that you got banned <laughs> on Twitter. Well, that's, a, that's a daily occurrence. So. Well, let's let's wrap up our our post real quick, Publius. Um, I think I think it's definitely something that we're going to have to keep exploring on the gas and presses. Uh, one, our faith, and two, how it relates to not only America in today's world but America throughout history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. And I think with, with Vic here now, I think we ought to start talking about uh, with Vic here. I think we ought to start talking about liberty or death. Yeah. Well, Vic, just kind of get before we get into yeah, before we get into liberty or death. Glad you're here, the lead contributor of the Gazan Press and true Twitter rebel, Vic Dixon. <laughs> Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you uh, believe, although if you get on Twitter, I think you'll figure it out, and what excites you the most about being a part of the Gadsden Press? Well, I'm an open book. <laughs> I'm the type of guy where you don't have to wonder what I'm thinking about, Joe. I'll just fucking tell you. And I think that's <laughs> missing in today's world is just pure honesty, brutal honesty, because I think everyone is too soft these days to handle any criticism of themselves and what believe. Um, the Gadsden Press, where do I begin with my excitement? The Gadsden Press, I mean, they bought me, they made me buy this sweet microphone that I get a into. <laughs> I, I, I feel too like I'm like Joe Rogan, like a step below Joe Rogan right now. You know? Yeah, 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 for sure. But happy to be here, boys. <laughs> hey, we're happy to have you. I love how you just showed up. Yeah, I, I really thought that was you. I thought you were cleaning a gun in the background. Sometimes, sometimes good, sometimes <laughs> presently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you want to what do you want to throw out there about Liberty or Death Part? Liberty or Death Part Two is part two of three of my series about mass surveillance um, on the Gadsden Press, published um, April sixth, so Tuesday. Let's see, I'm talking about mass surveillance. It's yeah. So secret that people don't even believe it or just realize that everything they're doing yeah. is being tracked. Everything from cameras everywhere to but, just attention, what you pay attention mm-hmm. to. It's just, it's do you crazy think, I mean, people don't realize it. it? You think they don't realize it or they're just comfortable and don't really feel like doing anything they, about they'd it? They'd rather ignore it because they're just, they're yeah. just li- living in their pleasures. I mean, like, the, you know, think about when you scroll through your Twitter feed or any other social media, 
you know, there's, there's timers on everything you look at. And when you look at a certain post for, you know, two seconds longer than you do another post, it like data tracks that. But like, and then you, you guys ever seen, you guys ever had that where you, uh, talk to someone about something, like say something about like subway and next thing you know, yeah. you just see like yeah. subway coupons, like there's like subway deals popping up in your, in your ads and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, not even like searching it or anything, just talking about it. Right. And then people think like, oh, that's cool. I was just talking about Subway the other day. Well, 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 well you're talking <laughs> shit. Like, they're no, that's crazy. creepy. <laughs> like, they, they don't think it's odd. They think it's amazing. I, I think it's it's an invasion of privacy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been using DuckDuckGo as my main um, browser. Highly suggest it if you're mm-hmm. not using it already. Um but I haven't bought anything on Amazon through my phone in a really long time. And I bought a new chain for my necklace cause it broke. And I swear to you, every ad I have right now, this, I bought it two weeks ago. Every ad I have right now is a, is a necklace chain just because I finally got back on Amazon on my phone where they can track my data. It was incredible. That's crazy. I know Pubiclius recently he's been talking about the uh, <laughs> Jacob's Ladder and you know he gets all these sex toys pop up on his phone. But you know, we all we all know. We, we all know what he's searching up. <laughs> I didn't think I'd be called out like that on here. Well, you guys don't have me on that much, so I, I gotta gotta get my job. <laughs> yeah, one part I touched on in my post, and I talked about it in part one, is that so Snowden in, in the movie you see it actually he he says the only way that you can turn your phone off, truly turn your phone off, is if you take the battery out. Well, that was. 2013, when everything went down with him. Well, what, in 2013, we still had dumb phones. You, you can't take the battery out of anymore. Right. Like, you can't tell me there's not, that's not deliberate. Yeah. I mean, can, can you somehow take it? Well, I, I just beat the shit out of it. And then, yeah. I mean, then you don't have a phone. <laughs> well, you don't have a phone, you can take your battery out too, so. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying if you, if you destroy it just to get the battery out, then you don't have a phone. I mean, I, I'm sure there's ways you can do it, but it's highly inconvenient, not even worth it. Yeah. I mean, but, even to uh, take the battery out of you, new like flip phones is almost... I, I tried to do it a couple of weeks ago. Um, it, it's super hard to do. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, definitely got to be purposeful. Yeah. Uh, in... You talk about this in here, but uh, talking about how the American Rebellion was started just in taverns, mm-hmm. but now, now with everything, with our phones, everything listening to us, cameras, whatever, something like that really isn't isn't as easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> let's let's go through a quick hypothetical. And I want you both to re- respond 
you, so let's say we meet up in a bar and just like the tavern back in, you know, 245 years ago, we, we leave our phones in the car because we don't want them to track us, but we, you know, talk about what we're going to do, et cetera. You know, I don't even want to say anything wild on here just because like, <laughs> what, what if they're tracking us right now? You know, so. Yeah. And, um, but, 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 but let's say someone else's phone picks it up, picks up our voice. I mean, voice recognition is real. Pat speech patterns recognition is real. It's not that hard for them to do. And that's what I've said in this post too. January 6th, as we say in the Whiskey Rebellion, the quote unquote insurrection, they knew it was coming. Oh yeah. They've let it happen. Yeah. Didn't they, didn't they tell us the police to stand down? Weren't, yeah. weren't police. Well, don't you don't you remember seeing the video of the police basically taking the barriers away? Right. They they want they wanted that to happen. They wanted the excuse. And it, it's all it's all everything now is all aesthetics. Like it's it's how how can we portray this in a negative way yeah. to benefit the, the party that was <clears throat> negatively. Um, portray the other part yeah always that's all that's all it is now yeah. control it controlling the narrative it is now Publius and i have talked about this a couple of times but you know the true root of mass surveillance at least as we know it now is the patriot act aka 9-11 vic what are your thoughts on the root of 9-11 where wh- what's your theory <laughs> okay <laughs> I, I, you know, terrible loss of life, terrible day. Absolutely. Um, I, at for you know, when it happened, I was in like the fifth grade, and you know, it's a, mm-hmm. every you know, after that, it was just like you know, this hatred for Muslims, and yeah, the more, you know, there's there still is, but I think the more as it went on, the more as I learned about you know, government power and how. It, you know how there's loopholes and laws. I started to think that um, 9/11 was an inside job. And, you know, I've heard these quote-unquote conspiracy theorists say, you know, been saying that since the beginning. You know, they talk about the, how the jet fuel couldn't melt the steel and all that stuff, and I just kind of blew it off. And now I'm like thinking, like, when 9/11 happened, um, George Bush declared war on terror. He never declared war on any specific country. When yeah. a president in power is at war, he has certain um, legislative powers to pass certain laws, military actions that he, where he doesn't have to go through the, the proper chain. He can just make a, you know, make an order and then it happens. It's, when, and it's basically a loop. The whole 9-11 was a loophole to say that we are at war with terror, not at war with it, not then say Middle East, nothing, war on terror. And you know, the war on terror is going to go on forever because there's always going to be, there's always going to be terror. So always going to be bad people, whatever you want to call it. And it'll always give certain people different loopholes to have different powers to weave their way through laws and proper channels. Like it's, it's crazy. 
That is much more well put together than I would have said. <laughs> well, what do you think? What's your, what is your, uh... Oh, I think Dick Cheney orchestrated the whole thing. Because he's a lunatic. I, I think that... I think the Republican Party is dead. I don't think they would... When did it die? When? Yeah. Um, after Reagan. Okay. I think... Um, we're, we're, are we getting into the elites tonight? Oh, we will. Because I, I just think that there is definitely, you know, the people that were put in power were put there and got there for a reason. And that's why I think that 20, the 2016 U.S. election was never supposed to happen the way it was. Yeah. Something like that probably will never happen again. Yeah. Never, the, the, whatever you want to call it, the elites won't let something like that out of their control because, you know, you know, Bush is, Bush is a rhino. Bill Clinton is mm-hmm. a cocksucker. Like, <laughs> no, you're, you're thinking of, uh, what's her name? Monica? Monica, yeah. Are you thinking of Kamala? No. <laughs> All, well, both was, of them. Was, yeah, was, was it, no, no, was it Marilyn Monroe? No. Um, <laughs> Monica Lewinsky. Bro, no, I'm an idiot. I was, yeah, that, that's what I call everyone on Twitter. Um, <laughs> no, whoever, whoever it was, there, he's not a cocksucker. He's a cocksuckery, or, or, or however you call it. But like <laughs> him, and then you know Bush. Bush is just a giant pussy. Obama. Oh, Obama. Yeah. He's the fucking antichrist. And <laughs> Biden. He's the, he's the puppet. Oh yeah, you know. What about Hillary though? Hillary, Hillary's a puppet too. Hillary, Hillary. What's happening now? That's why I feel like that's why Joe Biden is doing all these executive orders so quick and everything. He's trying to um, backtrack on everything Trump did, and he's got to catch up to the the timeline that was supposed to happen when Hillary was supposed to be in. You know, because yeah. they're, they're four years behind now. If you think about, it, if you want, if you think like that, that's a great way of putting it. It's a great way of putting it. Anything else we should cover off on Publius? I don't think on this <laughs> one, really. I think, I mean, we can either go, uh, I think we should go into some of the uh, talk of the vaccine th- passport. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So I wanted to talk about this. I put this one down because whew, the whole vaccine passport thing. When I first thought about this a year ago, it, they called us all conspiracy theorists for saying this shit. Don't forget yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. And now now it's becoming reality. I mean, the fact that people are posting their vaccine like confirmation card on social media, every time I see it, I just want to message them and say, fuck you. You're part of the system. And the idea that we so i don't remember i couldn't find the damn video of course they scrubbed it off the internet of that woman that was on um i want to say it was cuomo's show on cnn talking about that if if you don't have the vaccine and you don't have your vaccine passport that you are going to have less freedoms yes i remember this it was basically uh how are you going to 
how are you going to get people to get the vaccine if you don't yeah, enforce? And she, and she called it a carrot, taking away their shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, of course <laughs> they were. Carrot leading the donkey like that. How do you how do you get the donkeys to do what you want them to do if they don't want the carrot? Yeah, that's that's elitist as fuck. <laughs> There's no way she was supposed to say that. Like she said the she said the quiet stuff out loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you if you like I said, I can't Someone even find the video. Their job for that teleprompter. Yeah, uh, I can't even find the video online now. But Cuomo's face was like, "Wait, are you saying this on my show right now?" <laughs> you realize we're on national TV, and they all, and they, they, the whole part of the media is they they bash the states that are just releasing mandates and all that stuff, and then that was her whole point was that. Well, if these states are doing it, people are going to see that it's okay. And how are we going to get them to get the vaccine? So, they, like, what, 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 I've got something on that coming up. <laughs> I mean, is the real crisis people's health, or is it real the real crisis that people aren't complying? That's a great. That's a great question. I think the three of us know the answer to that one. Yeah. Yeah, vaccine passports. I mean, are you two going to get the vaccine? I don't even get a fucking test. No. Why would I get a Why would I get a vaccine? <laughs> you know, I read if if you take a selfie with your vaccine card, the vaccine is somehow 30 percent more effective. <laughs> I, I think I heard that too. Instead of lasting for three months, it's going to last for three and a half. Right, right, and then you have to get a new vaccine for the new variant that comes out. Yeah, exactly. I saw there's a UK variant. I saw that there's a like India variant now. Yeah, that's racist. What's that thing? Footbread? Is it footbread? Is that what it is? Curry? (laughs) It's it's intertwined. There's a spice in there, I think. (laughs) It's all it's all made in the lab, right? That's what that's all. It's all man made. Are they allowed to call it the India strain? I think, I think they call it the Covindian. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Salute. <laughs> I mean, I'm scrolling through this, uh, this article from insider.com and like halfway through is a ICU nurse shows off her vaccination record card in Colorado, and it's her first dose. Why? I mean, it's virtue signaling. It's hey, I'm doing the right thing. Don't ever, don't ever say I didn't do it. Or it's just oh, people are such pussies now. They just you know, <laughs> going back to the whole social media shit. Like people, social media has made everyone so isolated, has it not? Yeah, and you, so the audience is aware. Um, Vic's post, I just got done editing it, will be live next week. And he's talking about this specifically. And I, I like the way that you're putting this right now, so keep on yeah, going. Like, the way social media is so um, dominating in people's lives, like, you know, if you, when you get off work, you know, you come home, you sit, like most people just sit on their ass, 
just get on their phone or get on mm-hmm. or like watch mindless TV. They don't, there's nothing else they want to do because it's just so attention grabbing that they'll just stay, stay put and just get into this little bubble. Like, in, I mean, and, I'm, and I've been guilty of it too, where, you know, you just sit there and you scroll through your phone. You know, when, when I used to have all the other social medias, like you, you get on Twitter, scroll for a half hour, get on Facebook, you scroll for a half hour. And I was thinking, I was thinking like, I started thinking like, look, why, why the fuck am I sitting here giving a shit what other people are doing? Because <laughs> I don't, I genuinely don't. Why, like, why am I sitting here snooping? Like, look at like, that's what women do. I know. Like, like, why do, why would, I give a fuck if your dog went to the, had to go to the vet because he's got some pus coming out of his asshole? Like, I don't, I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's the thing. Like, you know, that, that would be so attractive. People just sit there and scroll, and they get into this bubble. And then I even I'll tell you, I was I always quote that social dilemma, man. Like they everything that you look at and scroll through is so tailored to you personally that any outside opinion, um, you like almost like people will immediately deflect because they are safe. Like, you know, they're safe in their bubble. They like the information they get in their bubble and any outside information makes, it just makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. It's insane. On. And I wish I saw a lot more. I wish I saw more of what agreed with me on Twitter right now. When I get on Twitter now, it just pisses me off. <laughs> what on your dad's on Twitter? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Every time I, I see get the my Lincoln Project for tweeted, entertainment. Oh yeah. Oh. yeah. Anytime I see uh the Lincoln Project tweeted or the Lincoln Project liked, I'm not even fucking kidding. Like there's a part of me that just boils with rage. Your blood pressure starts second. rising. Instantly. Instantly. That's why What's even more infuriating awesome. is getting is looking at the replies and people just agreeing. Mindlessly following. Right. Yeah. Isn't, isn't it crazy? Like they'll believe they'll believe anything. It's, it's really they're sheep. And you know, sheep they're um the way sheep are is they blindly follow. Yeah, and just because they think you know, if a wolf was if a wolf came out of the cane and was leading sheep away, they would think, "Oh, that's my master." <laughs> yeah, it, it it you know I I'm glad you pointed us towards uh, Shane Hazel. Shout out to uh, the man, the myth, the legend. At this point, I mean, he is unreal. Um. He talks so much. So many of his tweets are about like, they're not about facts. They're just about ideas. And the way that you read them, the way he writes them, that's all they're supposed to be. Like, this is what, what I think will work. Not, not the way these elitists go out here. And like, I still go back and it, it, it may not make any sense right now, but to me it does. I go back to when Hillary tweeted at at the dawn, all she said was delete your account and it got like two million retweets. What why? Why should he delete his account? What what does that have any bearing to do with you? None. But 
I miss Big T's Twitter. Dude, like the way we need to find his burner. Persecuted, he's been persecuted <laughs> for four years. They, yeah, they, these yeah people who like, hated him when he got elected, and then they generated all this hate from people who don't even know why they hate him. They just they were yeah. told to hate him because he did. He said this. He does this, and you know. And I see a lot of people even now. They're like, like they're all bashing. They'll be bashing Biden, and they'll say. Oh, he's doing this, this, and this. But hey, at least, at least he's at least he's not sending mean tweets. Like you know, this is yeah, <laughs> right. And, and and you know, people will be like, oh yeah, you know, I'm glad I don't have to see I don't have to see him um, make fun of so and so or say like uh, Trump. No one appreciates so rather Trump's you'd... nicknames for people that he gave. Mini Mike, Mini Mike, Pocahontas. Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe. Crooked Hillary. Crooked Hillary, yeah. Because you'll be in jail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But, like, but like when you see, if you say that, um, if Trump would have, were to tweet out, um, you should be in jail to Hillary Clinton, he'd probably get two million likes. And retweets also. This is true. You know what I mean. So it, it they, works both ways. I it's would just like COVID. Oh yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. It's it's just like COVID. It's just like these passport, this passport bullshit. They made us like Trump more than we really do. Like Trump, generally speaking, is a lib. Like, he, he's such a moderate that, like, I can't define him as anything else politically. But they hate him so much that they made us love him. And it's just like COVID. If COVID is actually dangerous, I am the absolute last person to ask that question. Because I'm going to tell you every time. It's a hoax. I'm not getting the fucking vaccine. I'm not a sheep. If you want to get it, that's fine. Right. It's your, it's your, it's your. Free choice, do what you want. Yeah, and listen, one, one more point on this vaccine thing. If you drive your car and you, not only are you wearing a mask, <laughs> but you wear it down under your chin, I I have so many choice words. I can't even, I don't, we're explicit on this podcast and I can't even say them because I, I just won't. <laughs> I have so many things I want to say to you. It's like wearing your underwear outside your pants and saying you're still wearing underwear. Like it's it's like wearing a condom after you already got them pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like you like you don't stand for it. You're so lukewarm. You don't you don't want to get yelled at, but you want to be like, hey, like you know, I, I do it too. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like I look at people. Like, when I'm driving by them, I look for the mask. I'm like, are you fucking wearing that thing? Because if you are, I should just wreck into you right now. I should just head on a collision just so that way you're going to have to wear it. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I'm not going to. And I want you to be terrified of me. <laughs> Is that evil? I don't give a fuck. Like it's not, no, it's not evil. It's, I mean, it's uh, blunt. <laughs> but, like blunt is needed now because people like 
the way the world is going, you, you, like you can't even say certain words now without pe- people like going into a corner and crying. Like the, people are so, so like that's how good we have it in America, right? Like yeah, we and people are offended by words, and I've, I've said this forever. If you if you're born and live in America, even in the slums, you. Uh, you are still have it better than ninety eight percent of like the rest of the world. Yeah, like you, there's still help here for what you need. Like you, you know, you may not have it as good as your neighbor who works and didn't make the same choice as you did, but that's not your neighbor's problem. That's your problem. You need to fix it. Yeah. Envy, one of the seven deadly sins, is it not? That's true. Well, anything else we should talk about with these vaccine passports? No. I, I think we all, I well, mean, it's tough for us to say because uh, we all say fuck it. I, just, well, I, I, mean, I, I can't say how they want people to get vaccine passports, but they don't want them to get an ID to vote. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say, Fubilis? I was just gonna say, let's get let's. I want you to bring us into the fuck the elite segment because mine kind of ties in a little bit to the vaccine passports. But not yeah, really. so so we were. I was putting together the show last night, and I was like, okay, we'll talk about this. Last thing we're gonna talk about today is uh, Major League Baseball, but pro sports and politics in general. But before we get there, before points two and three, starting a new segment today called "Fuck the Elites." Um. We'll go around the horn, um, showcase a news story or social media post, or you know, just a quote from you know one of our uh, patriarchs that we worship um, in the United States. And Publius, since yours ties in directly, um, why don't you get us started? It's just uh, it was Fauci on MSNBC talking about how Texas COVID cases are dropping <laughs> despite ignoring his <laughs> advice on social distancing and math. He said, uh, it can be confusing because often you have to wait a few weeks before you see the effect. I'm not really quite sure. It could be they're doing things outdoors. And then, uh, <laughs> so his, his new warning now is the, the Rangers game on Monday, they're opening opening day game in Texas. I don't know. They had 40 some thousand. He said, he says that's mm-hmm. going to spark another COVID wave. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I, so I, did I, anyone, I, did anyone think to tell him that Texas re Texas reopened over a month ago? And he's saying it could take a few weeks to see the effects, but it's been over a month and it's actually getting better. I cannot stand this man. He's does not know anything. And yet people listen to him as if he's like the second coming. Well, he's Trump's fault, honestly. Cause Trump brought him in. Who, I, mean, who, I'm not, who I, I won't deny that, I mean, but it, it doesn't change my opinion on him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's not who brought him in. He's there and he's, he's not being yeah. this. Stupid following. Cult. It's a cult. That's definitely a fuck the elites uh, 
segment for us. Vic, you got anything? Yeah, so um, a family member of mine sent me this article that um, in November, this um, <laughs> Canadian Parliament whistleblower sent this letter in November and was basically said, like, she's like, I've been, you know, I don't know if it's true or not, but like the way the letter was written, <laughs> um, she, she basically, or she, I don't know, he or she put, <clears throat> don't assume the gender. I will. I don't give a shit. It had to be, it had to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she said, like, she started laying out all these, like, basically plans that these, like, inner circles of people in Canada had for, to, to use and, and hide it under the um, hoax of the COVID. And it was like, you know, and it started going into quarter one, quarter two of 2021. And from November, when that letter was sent to now, the four, like the three or four things that were on the quote unquote agenda that she wrote in this letter have happened. And, um, right now in going on in Canada, you know, they're, they're basically, you know, I've just seen like Trudeau talk about how he's like, if you have plans to travel, cancel them because if you come back to the country, we're going to put you in government for facilities. And so (laughs) basically, you know, basically little little mini because you know this word is probably too vulgar now it's concentration camps like you like you gotta gotta come in here you gotta stay here until we let we let you leave and so my point to the elites is there is a this is an agenda it's it's not a it's this everything is part of a bigger plan and the whole part in the, on the American side of this plan was introduce this virus, do mail-in voting, and be able to steal this election. This past this election. Yeah. Perfect storm. Yes. That is a... You know what we have to say about that? Fuck the elites. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Vic. And uh, I'll round it out. Now, I'm going to read this. And I'm still not really sure what I even have to say about it. I just know it pisses me off. So this is from Twitter. At David from F-R-U-M. In 2020. Okay, hold on. Let's back it up. From the National Review, National Review has consistently argued since the 1950s that voting is too convenient and voting laws should make voting harder to produce a smaller, quote-unquote, better electorate. This was quote-tweeted by this David Frum elitist. In 2020... Of the nation's 50 most highly educated counties, Biden won 45 of them. The nation's single most highly educated county is in Northern Virginia. Okay, who is measuring this? What What is this measurement? It's, 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 43... a, it's a percentage of college graduates. 
I guess yeah. is what it's saying, but that doesn't mean shit. Yeah. That doesn't mean shit. Yeah, exactly. 43% of the county is college educated. Biden won 83% of the vote. And then there's two more tweets here. So when conservatives talk about preferring a smaller, higher quality electorate, education is obviously not the selection criterion that they have in mind. Okay, he said criterion. Fuck that. Since you asked, here's the best educated county in America <laughs> that voted for Trump. Oconee County. <laughs> it's it's Oconee. It's Oconee. Oconee. Oconee? I don't know. Apparently I'm uneducated. Oconee, you inbred. Like, no. <laughs> Southwest of Athens, Georgia, and about 65 miles due east from Atlanta. So what? They are saying, oh, someone tweeted a um, infographic under this. Most educated states, one through 10, all voted for Biden over Trump. So here's my point, I guess. One, who the fuck decided just because you went to college that you're more educated than somebody. That was never the intention of college. The intention of college is to hone your craft in a more specific field. And who, who gives a shit that these, these quote unquote educated counties think that they should control my life. Listen to me. Two of these 45 counties, if you really think this, if you think you are better than me, if you think you should control my life, I'm going to control yours for one week. And I promise you're going to be a much happier person when it's all done. Rather than being the liberal hack bitch that you are right now. That's all I've got to say about that. Fuck the elites. Fuck them. Fuck them all. <laughs> I mean, that's just incredible. You don't want you don't want the uh, liberal arts degree living in LA controlling your life? Listen, I have a liberal arts degree, technically. Actually, I was arts. I do too, so. Yeah, so do you. Publius. No, it's not a liberal arts degree. Yeah, it basically is. You're College of Arts and Sciences, weren't you? No. Yeah, you were. It's a Bachelor of Science. Oh. Yeah. We got a badass over here. BS. No, no. I use the poor choice of words. Don't cancel me over it. Goodness. <laughs> we won't cancel we'll just boycott yeah because that's gonna, you know, <laughs> don't drink your coke don't you know fly delta college is such a lie I'll try to be more white yeah I mean, I, my degree I, I if I did it again in the end I'd probably still go and do exactly what I did but looking back What's wrong with going to trade school? Yeah, that's what I would have done. Nothing. Yeah. I don't know. But 
that's our end, the end of our fuck the elite segment for for this week. Um, I look forward to that starting starting a new tradition. But as we dive into our last subject, Major League Baseball deciding to pool the All Star Game from Atlanta, which by the way, that county. Shame on them for having a team in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Called the Braves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that county voted blue, in case anyone was wondering. So, you know, proving that they don't care about the people. We'll get into the Georgia shit probably next week. I want to have Justinian on for that. Uh, I think we'll probably have everybody on because there's a lot to unpack there. Um, really, there's not a lot to unpack, but... There's a lot to unpack as far as what is being said about it. Pro sports and politics. Publius, I want to start with you. You and I have talked about LeBron. You and I have talked about the NFL. You know, Major League Baseball, I think, went further than anybody thought would be possible. But this is... I want to get your take first. My take on what? Them pulling the game? Pulling the game and just athletes not shutting the hell up when we don't care what they have to say. Well, that's just the point. Like you said, we've talked about LeBron before. Um, I just don't understand why everything has to be tied back to politics. Why, yeah. why should... Uh, why should all the small businesses and everything around Atlanta suffer even more now? I mean, on top of everything with COVID, but they could have had the all-star game, all the, all the business that w- could, would come with that. They're going to suffer even more just because Biden called, called this voting law, the uh, Jim Crow on steroids and basically forced the MLB out. I just don't understand. He doesn't even know what Jim Crow is. Why everyone's so soft? Lay it on us. He babe. probably. He probably. Uh, he probably, probably, probably was supportive of the Jim Crow. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was it? Was he in support of segregate like segregation in the nineties? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, he wrote the crime bill. But you know that—that's don't know, forget that. Kamala, Kamala. <laughs> you know, sports was a way for people to get away from right. politics, and now major figures in sport are being are just being used to push agendas. Yeah, um, this is all. This is all Kaepernick's fault. Like, isn't it, it's insane that like well, <clears throat> one thing. So I mean, so everyone's complaining that Kaepernick should have a starting job. Like, no, he fucking shouldn't. Like, if he wanted, if he wanted to be in the NFL, he could. He had plenty of chances to get on the NFL team. He didn't. He wanted to be a social justice warrior, and he wanted to well, yeah, keep his. Bro- what, 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 he wanted to keep his campaign going. Remember, uh, 
Yeah, he they they gave him a workout. Where was it? Was it, it, at, it was, it was in, in it Atlanta, was in Georgia, wherever yeah. it was? Yeah, and he he <laughs> moved it to a high school just so no one would be there. And did did you? <laughs> but yeah, he should have a starting job. The, the funniest thing about that is like the receiver that he was throwing to. <laughs> He, he he got he got like offered to be on an NFL team. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't want to play. You want to know why he didn't want he didn't want to play? Because the truth will be out that he can't. He's just you know, not as good as people think he is. Like he it's <sighs> if he doesn't play, he has the benefit of the doubt that he could beat these people out. If he does play, then it's just proven that he can't. And then he loses all yeah. he loses all his zen and mojo with all the people. Golly. So, now, Vic, what's your take? You're, you're a vet. Well, well, real quick, Vic, you're a vet. What's your take on the kneeing aspect of it? So, I, I mean, generally, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, but. The reason Kaepernick knelt was because the Navy, you guys know, a Navy SEAL was, um, I don't know if he's a teammate or if he was part of the, part of the team or something like that. And, you know, Kaepernick was all, um, butthurt. He wasn't playing and made it out to be some racial thing. And he, I don't know if he was going to do something different during the national anthem, but, um, or like not show up, whatever he was going to do. This Navy SEAL said, be out there for it. Just take a knee. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I know you're, yeah. It was a Green Beret was it? that, yeah, um, that reached out to Kaepernick because the first week he did it, he sat on the bench. Right. And, and he was like, look, like, if you want to go around the hole, which this is just, I don't know. It's still, it was, it was yeah. Listen, I never really cared um, because, and and this is where <laughs> this is where me, Justinian, Vic, uh, Publius, we all start to differ in this range, and this is like extremely advanced um, historical and political theory. So I, I expect differences. I think America is inherently racist to, to a point and with certain parameters. So I've never really cared if they want to take a knee because of it. But I still have a problem just because I think America has racist roots. That's it. Like, I wouldn't be sitting here if it weren't for the veterans that did fight for the right to do so, but you should respect that. And if you can't respect that, nobody should respect you. Like nobody should, if you're going to do something that people would consider disrespectful and if it has merit, then you can't complain when people disrespect you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so let me ask you this then. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you say America is inherently racist, um, 
then do you believe there is systemic racism? I do, but I think it is perpetrated by the elites, not by people like you and me. No. Did, did you ever see what Charles Barkley said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm so happy that man took the podium he was at during the final four of the you know the first March Madness we've had in two years since we didn't have it last year. And he said what he said, and he's right. He's absolutely right. And the whole the whole argument of systemic racism that the only argument they have is the two words systemic racism. Well, I didn't yeah. get this because because of my skin color, because of my like my my one of one of two because there's only two genders, and <laughs> it just. People like to, I just think when people use the word systemic racism, they like to just blame somebody else for their failures. Yeah, no, no I'm not about that. Yeah, so. they do. Wait, wait, Publius, I want. Do you want to play devil's advocate to Vic real quick? Please do. No, uh, I'm not. Do you know I where I'm going with that? No, I want you well, to go with it. If, if Charles Barkley, do you think Charles Barkley should be on there saying stuff? Because isn't sports supposed to be an outlet? No, no, you're right. That that shouldn't be brought up in sports. But you know what? The one side of it is so okay. If you want to do that, the 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 other side needs equal portrayment, or you're just going to keep getting uh, lopsided ideas into people's heads. Right. Yeah. I mean, mean, that that that's a that's a that's a fair point you just bring up. You know, keep politics out of it. Well, there's only right now. There's only one side of the politics being portrayed in sports Uh and the other side just goes like Republicans, the right side, whatever you want to call it, just goes along with it. And they, they always just play it. Like everything's going to blow over instead of fighting back. Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. If if that's the way they want to play it, this is then, you know what? Let's like Charles Buckley, Charles Buckley did just fight back. This is what I think. And this is the opposite of what everyone else thinks, but this is, this is an, an idea that I have that goes against mm-hmm. the grain of the narrative. Yeah. yeah that's true. And that's why that's, that's like why we say fuck the elites and fuck the system. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, you're saying, I mean, systemic racism, but you think about the system and who's in control of the system. The left. Right. Well, yes. The left and the elites. Yeah, well, yeah. wouldn't you say the left are just puppets of the elites, though? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and, and I've also, we've talked about this, I've started to get away from saying the Democrats, because I think Democrats and the left are two different things. Like, I think the left is the new party and the new movement. Um, just like conservatives and Republicans are technically the a different thing but you know they're basically the same in today's world and you and you guys you guys talk about christianity on this correct oh yeah so you know elites are evil and money money is the root of all evil (laughs) And, and how and the way 
the way that these people control people on the left and the right, you know, there's corrupt people all over the board. I mean, there's not just one side is bad, one side is good. They're, I mean, they're all suckers yeah. for money. Like, money is being used to line the pockets of the people that are just there to make these laws and mandates to, to get people in line to what the, the bigger agenda is, which is, you know, like in Revelations talks about one world, one world government, right? And mm-hmm. with the, with the amount of money that the United States now is going into debt and just printing off money, how are they going to repay that debt without some sort of um, relief from someone like the United Nations who they like they say they they the United Nations relieves all the debt of the United States if the if the United States joins a world government kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you're I, I think you've just summed up the last seven uh <laughs> whiskey rebellions in thirty seconds. It's just, it's just, I mean, like, it's just happening. It's just happening right now. It, it, it could be. You know, you start to think about when will this happen? I don't think it will be in our lifetime. I do think it'll be in our grandchildren's lifetime. But, but I believe that it's starting. Yes, Absolutely. And maybe it won't, maybe it won't, because it is, it is going to take a while for, you know, stuff like that to play out. It's not going to be overnight without, because, yeah. you know, the way to do it, the way that these people do it is to desensitize, desensitize, desensitize everywhere. Yeah. And that takes time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wrote about that. I, <laughs> I wrote about that in my post on Saturday that from 1776 to 1910 when they created the fed america prospered it was free you could invent you could live you could do whatever you wanted to do it was a true libertarian experiment and then they created the fed which (sighs) it's tough to say the fed shouldn't exist but there's too many people in the united states and in the world to not have some sort of, I don't know, regulatory action. Do I think the Fed's the right action? Absolutely not. But you look at the takeover of the United States, that's when it started, about 108 years ago. So it took 108 years to take over the United States. So what's it going to take for them to take over the world? I don't know. Because at this point, every country is on their own. And Britain just fucked a lot of shit up when they, you know, with Brexit. Because I think Europe was almost there. And now, because, because some right-wing Brits said, you know what, fuck your system. Now things are turning on that end. How are we going to turn things back here? But, like... Have you, have you ever heard something, and I've only read it briefly, have you, have you ever heard this thing called the 2030 Agenda? 
Yeah, I've heard of it. I, I've heard of it too. I haven't read anything into it, but you know, with the way things are going, why would why would they stop the momentum they have now on a on a world stage? Yeah, like why why would they backtrack and let you know? Because I, I mean, I said in, in that post, America is the last free thinking world or free thinking country in the world. And that's, and we pose the biggest threat to, and, and, and over 60% of the world's guns are owned by Americans. <laughs> the world's, that's an American threat. stat. Like, and us being the last, the last free thinking, um, lack of a better word, like Christian Bible faith country. Why, why would they stop the momentum they have with the rest of the world? Because, you know, they portray it that America is just a bunch of pigs who don't want to, who eat what they want <laughs> and then don't want to follow rules to, to beat a virus while the rest of the world is doing it and doing, and quote unquote, doing their part to beat it. Why, why would they stop? They're not going to. They're, they're going to show up at our doors. It's coming. Publish, you better get that. You better get that uh, firearm we've been telling you to get. Did you know? You know, Biden's coming out with an executive order tomorrow on guns. I'm I'm excited to read that. I don't think it'll hit too hard yet, but you know, it's just you know, another step. It'll be executive order. <laughs> I mean, in in Star Wars, what's what's the executive order that says like, order order sixty six. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. We're, order 66, we're almost to what, 66 yeah. or whatever number it is. <laughs> yeah, we are getting up there. How many has he written so far? Let's see. Let's see. He had a, he had over over 50 within his like first four weeks or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Outrageous. And like Trump only, Trump only had like five. Didn't he say five. something about Trump writing all these executive orders? Yeah, he said he said exactly what Publius was saying was that we we have to uh, get these through to erase Trump. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's all telling when they won't even let the, uh, let a former president well, have a voice on any social media platform. Yeah, they want his they want him erased, and not only just him, they want his ideas. It's a well, shame. He's had you... over forty. Damn, that's a lot. Yeah, and, that, and, and he has he has about as many executive orders as he has COVID shots going. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Vic, you keep it interesting. Keep getting banned on Twitter. Yeah, well, that when the whiskey <laughs> flows, the shit talking goes. <laughs> well, we didn't really talk much about. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, we didn't talk much about Major League Baseball pro sports, but I think it goes without saying. That's just I think you you guys should probably tie that into the um, Georgia stuff next week or next time you guys talk. Just to... yeah. That's true. 
and, and I think it goes without saying. I mean, what like both of you said, sports is supposed to be a way to get away from it. Like I should be able to turn on ESPN and talk about you know Mike Trout's home runs, not you know Georgia's voting right. laws. That's why yeah. I go to Fox News or CNN, like. Or, or you know, oh wait, if I if I wanted to if I wanted to start listening into the politics, I would not turn on. Yeah, that's why you tune into the gas press. Hey, well, yeah, shotgun fire <laughs> is the Chauvin the Chauvin guy going to get acquitted or what? Ooh, um, I think he is, and I think that's part of the elites. Kind of thing. I think He's he is. Acquitted. And Minneapolis is going to burn down. Yeah, I, I think. What'd you say? I think they're going to push it through on purpose. Oh, I think he's going to quit it. I think he he won't he won't get, either way. Like I I, he, I don't think he's going to get the charge that like Black Lives Matter and everybody wants him to get. He'll get something. Murder. Get something Here's less. the thing. And either either way. Either way, they're they're gonna burn everything down, and you know what? <laughs> That's why half of, half of these trials go go like that because they try to charge for more than they actually can, and then yeah. they can't be charged for it, so they just get acquitted. I mean, the entire trial is on all these news networks. It's like, you used, used to watch the shit on C-SPAN. Like, like now it's yep. on every major news outlet because. They, they, the more they push it out, the more it's going to change America and put, and just like Charles Barkley says, or not, he didn't say, but what he was getting at is they're going to turn people against each other because these politicians and elites, they don't live in our neighborhoods. They don't, they don't know us. Let's just make them hate each other. And it's easier to conquer a divided people. It's why race is be a smokescreen for the border. For the border, no. No? The border, in my opinion, is simple. If we're going rapid fire here. The border is... Open. Open. Yeah, that's that's all there is to it. Biden said, come on in. And now they're like, wait, maybe not. No. And now they're trying to hide that, it. That's, that's why they don't want voter ID. Yeah. It's... <laughs> we can sit here... And talk about this every week, but I think I think we've been hitting the nail on the head. Eight episodes in, I think we've really. I think this was a great episode of showcasing where we stand on things and what what's important right now. And I think we're going to have to start talking about more about what we're going to do about it. Yep. How do how do we take the gas and press to the next level? I'm, I'm not sure yet. Content. But we're gonna have to figure that out. Content, just gotta keep getting it out there, and then I'll just keep saying outlandish stuff to get the likes. <laughs> hey, Shane Hazel liked your tweet. All right, the man. That was crazy. <laughs> Send him a DM. I, I don't know. I, <sighs> let let him listen to this and see if he wants to get on. I gotta. Yeah. I'm gonna take him to dinner before he fucks with me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, it was a great podcast. 
Vic, we always uh, we have our sign offs, so we'll let you go first on the sign off. Fuck the fuck the elites. Get get comfortable being uncomfortable, and don't be afraid to fight back for the truth. I like that. Uh, wrapping up episode eight. Um, next week we're gonna have Justinian on. We're gonna really get into the Georgia stuff because I want to prove once and for all. And we're gonna tweet at the motherfucking Lincoln Project every day until one of them responds to me. Just oh, I'm coming for him. I've been saying it since episode one. We're we're gonna take him down. To you, too old. <laughs> <laughs> This, this guy looks like he's over 13. Next, swipe left. Or swipe right. <laughs> but hey, buy your guns. Buy your ammo. Buy doggy coin. Fuck the system. Yeah. <laughs> Keep fighting the good fight. And remember, it's it's always darkest just before the dawn. May the gas and fly forever.